Death Roll. That's my least favorite sushi. I'm Joe Fulgham. Crocodile Submarine. Canadian Navy, give me a call. I'm Kevin Leeson. Meanwhile, in Crocodilopolis, mild-mannered Croc Kent sheds his everyday disguise to become Super Croc. I'm Torn Atkinson. It's Caustic Soda. Crocodilians, crocodiles, alligators, caiman, gharials. Gharials. Gharial. I don't even know what a gharial is. It's an Indian crocodile okay. or crocodilian, I guess I should say. Uh-huh. The word crocodile comes from the Greek croak, croaky, croque, croak, uh, and that's croaky. What, that's what happens when it bites you? You croak? It's Greek for pebbles. Pebbles? And drilos, which means Band-band. worm. Pebble worm. <laughs> Pebble worm. That actually makes sense. They've got those bumps on the back, and so when they're like lying in the dirt, they, it looks like the ba- their back looks like pebbles. Okay. But they're also kind of wormy. An alligator is a corruption of the Spanish el lagarto, the lizard. Oh, ah. el lagarto alligator. Neat. See, that one makes more sense to me. There's no fear of crocodilians that I could find. Okay. But, of course, there is herpetophobia, which is the fear of reptiles. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. There are 23 species of crocodilians. That's a lot. I always just tend to think of... Alligators, crocodiles, caimans. I didn't know about the, what was the other one? Garial. Garial. And you don't really re- think that there's multiple species within those. Well, in fact, there's eight in the Alligatoridae family and 14 in the Crocodilidae. Crocodilidae. And, now, one, and one Indian Garial. Is the Nile hmm. crocodile considered different than like other crocodiles? Yeah, there's a saltwater crocodile and the mugger crocodile. and That's the big one, right? The saltwater croc's the biggest Salt of them? Saltwater is the biggest living crocodilian. A group of crocodiles is called a basque or a float. Uh, float makes sense. And a group of alligators is called a congregation. They're evidently very Preach it, religious. Brother. That's right. <laughs> Devote people eaters. Crocodiles are adept at learning and memorizing routines, such as the location of nearby campers or the routes of travelers. Wow. Only seven of the 23 crocodilian species are considered dangerous to adult humans. The Nile crocodile, the saltwater crocodile, the American crocodile, mm-hmm. the black caiman in the Amazon, uh-huh. the American alligator, of course, the mugger crocodile, the Orinoco crocodile, and the false gharial, which is not actually a gharial, was pr- for a long time regarded as primarily a fish eater, much like the actual gharial, until a recent fatal attack on a man within Borneo in which he was eaten. You, you know what would have been awesome? If the false gharial actually had been a gharial. Oh, clever. It would have been a total <laughs> double blind. Not sure if I used that term correctly, but I don't think it did. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm fine with that. I'm standing behind it. I, when I was reading this, I read that uh, where crocs are, are can be quite aggressive. Uh, so if you go, you know, you don't want to go by cro- an actual crocodile. Uh, alligator handlers, when they're in an alligator pen or whatever you call it, will often like walk on the backs of alligators and they won't even respond. Whereas mm. a crocodile will jump up, well, jump <laughs> with their little stubby legs. Will spin. Jumping will crocodiles. spin and, and attack you. Right. Yeah, whereas alligators uh, tend to just lie there. I, I guess un- the, unless they're hungry, I guess.
I went on a uh, gator boat tour when I was in Louisiana. Oh, you did it? Prior to Katrina. You can, you Katrina, buy your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my big blowhard girlfriend who broke all the levees. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you get a tour, and it's a package, and you get on the boat, and they're... It's really cool, those swamp boats, because they're those flat-bottom boats. And yeah. Flat-bottom boats, you make this <laughs> rockin' tour go round. But the flat-bottom boats are awesome, because I'm not 100% sure they need to do this in order to get you to where you're going. But I think just for effect, they, they like, jump over a couple of dikes on the way uh, out to wherever you're going, nice. the sea gators, right? They finally get into this area, and he slows down. The guy's kind of like he's looking over the side of the boat. And there's, I don't know, five or six of us in the boat. We're all kinda, we don't know what we're looking for. And this guy leaps out of the boat. He lets go of the controls, jumps out of the boat. The boat kind of like slows to a stop. Yeah. And he's in there like up to his knees in swamp, dude. And he's like like shoving his hands down into the muck, right? And he comes up and he's got this little alligator. Like it was no more than eight inches long, like eight okay. to ten inches long. And he pulls it back on board and he's like, oh, it's going. That's exactly the noise it was making. That is exactly the noise it was making. That's funny because I was going to end the story with that noise, but it's making that noise and we're all petting it. And it's got like, he's like, oh, and he's, again, I don't know if he really is Cajun or if he just puts on the accent for the yokels <laughs> or whatever, but he's like, oh yeah, he's got some really sharp teeth. Uh, There's a baby getter. He's uh, calling for his mama. Right? <laughs> calling for his mama. Yeah. I'm like, what? what is that noise? Like, that's not the noise I, I, I associate with the uh, gators. He's like, oh yeah, he's calling for his mama. Are they very maternal? Alligators, reptiles in general, are they? Uh, crocodilians are very territorial about their nests, and that's when they're most dangerous, of course, like most animals. Mm, they're yep. guarding their young. Yeah, yep. it's funny about that. No, it was funny because uh, at that moment he he actually handed the little baby gator to my friend Andy. He bit his was, nose off. No, he was holding it, and he's kind of like nervous anyway because it's still got these. It's only like eight inches long, but the teeth are oh, yeah. very prominent. And uh, and he's like holding little it. needles. That's when he told her. He said to my friend, he's, "Oh, he's calling for his mom." And my my, my he started to go. <laughs> what, do I, then, what do I do with it? What do I do with it? And your friend started calling for his mama. Yeah. Still, nice impression on the noise. Like that is uncannily similar <laughs> to the noise it was making. I've been practicing. Oh wow, that was amazing. The American alligator was responsible for only 13 human fatalities from 2000 to 2010, with all but two of the fatalities occurring in Florida. Problems can occur in Florida and elsewhere in the alligator's current range when people feed them on a regular basis, and individual alligators come to view humans as providers of food. An alligator that is no longer afraid of humans may not understand <laughs> that dogs, cats, and small children are not permissible as food items. <laughs> Bad alligator. Bad. Who feeds an alligator? Like, who's like, here, alligator? Oh, it's just a... The local alligator. I got, I got one answer for you. Florida. <laughs> Floridians. Of course, they're ambush hunters waiting for fish and land animals to come close and then rushing out to attack. They're cold-blooded, have a very slow metabolism, and if food is unavailable, crocs can stop the production of stomach acid and survive for up to a year until conditions improve. What? Wow. That is not the same as me. <laughs> I am different from that. Greatly. I, That's right. I'm hard-pressed to go like three hours. Some pretty compelling evidence that uh, Kevin is not a crocodilian. Yeah, right there. Proof positive. Despite their appearance of being slow, crocodiles are top predators in their environment, and various species have been observed attacking and killing sharks. What? Because little sharks, probably. Uh, didn't we talk about in the shark attack episode that they're pretty much the perfect apex predator, and now we just talked about somebody eating them? Well, the apex, depends on the apex. shark you're talking about. Oh, we're we talking just like mud sharks? There are lots of different mm, sharks. Dog sharks, Different yeah. sizes. All right, okay. You guys know about the death roll. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I actually found a video of this that's pretty disturbing. Well, it's the, the classic deer drinking from the edge of the water, and then it, uh, no. you don't see. I like those ones where you don't see anything. Like You just see the deer drinking. You know something's coming because they wouldn't put it on TV <laughs> if there wasn't something coming. And uh, you're sitting there just waiting for it, and you have no clue that the croc is there, and then it's up and on its throat in like a millisecond. The great video that I found of the death roll is the classic uh, guy working at a crocodile show uh, oh. who he likes to like t- stick his hand into the croc's mouth but it can't close it fast enough to catch it yeah. and he, he actually taps the bottom of the hand and you see him do it successfully once it's got a huge build up it takes forever to get to but then he finally goes to stick his hand in and even before he taps like the bottom of it to tell it to close its mouth yeah. it just chomps right down in his hand yeah. and he bites him and you think oh that's bad it's going to be really hard to lift that up and get his arm out but you know it's just chomped and he's bleeding and then the death roll starts look at this oh! Oh, watch, watch his arm. Oh, slow mo. Oh, Here it comes. No. Oh, oh, bad. Oh. And then if I can pause it, right, oh. right there. Look at that. Oh, there's a busted arm. When groups of Nile crocodiles are sharing a kill, they use each other for leverage, butting down hard and then twisting their body to tear off large pieces of meat. This is called the death roll. To remove pieces that are too big for it to swallow whole. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty good rolling croc. Like, like that guy's arm. Yeah. Yeah. You think bite, ow, like, you know, your dog bites you or some, somebody's dog <laughs> bites you and you're like, I got to open this damn dog's mouth. This hurts. But instead the dog starts, if he starts twists rolling your and arm twists off. your arm off and busts it. Like, yeah, just imagine if a pit bull. Brutal. Yeah. down on you and instead of shaking its head back and forth began to spin an incredibly <laughs> rapid rate. Yeah. Speaking of pit bulls. Crocodilians have evolved sharp teeth for tearing and holding onto flesh and powerful muscles that close the jaws and hold them shut. These jaws can bite down with immense force, by far the strongest bite of any animal. I'll do a little impromptu pop quiz. All right, okay, I love it. Rottweiler, 335 PSI. Guess guess, uh, large great white shark. 1,500 PSI. I'll I'll say 800 PSI. Only 400 PSI. What? We're going to move up. So only about as much, only a little bit more than a Rottweiler. Yeah. Okay. I guess up. maybe it's got a bigger mouth, so it's uh, you know 400 psi on your whole body is a little more effective. Moving up to hyena. Oh, up to hyena. Yeah. Really? Uh, okay. 500 psi? I'll say seven. 1,000. Wow. Wow. Hyenas. Who knew? A large alligator. Now I'm going to go 1,500. Uh, 1,300. 2,000. And for the crocodile. Crocodile's higher? Yeah. 2,000 psi? That's a ton per inch. 3,000? I uh, 2,500. I 5, keep going 000. low. I keep 5, going 000. low. Ah! Great white shark, 400. Two crocodile, and a half tons per inch. Crocodile, 5,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that guy wasn't getting out of that one. Ooh, the jaws gravy. are open, however, by a very weak set of muscles. Yeah. Crocodiles can thus be subdued for study by or transport by taping their jaws or holding their jaws set with a large rubber band from automobile inner tube. Yeah, yeah they I've, don't have I've the seen strength that. to actually open yeah. them. Yeah, closing, no problem. This is why you need to carry around a prosthetic arm. <laughs> Stick it times. in there, and he goes, chomp. Well, at all times, you're anywhere near crocodiles. <laughs> chomp, good, your mouth's closed, and then hold it shut. Yeah. And then rub- kick his rub- ass. Rubber bandit. Those prosthetic arms are expensive. <laughs> You're right. You could use the same one over and over and over again. <laughs> I don't get- think crocodiles have the same thing about like previously eaten food like human beings do. Yeah, but then you have to open up the crocodile's belly to get your prosthetic arm out. Do uh, do crocodiles uh, scavenge at all? Or uh- absolutely, they eat dead hippos all the time. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Hippo, the other white meat. <laughs> Should we go to history? Let's go to mythology first. 
Ooh. Because that's, that's the oldest history there is. I do it like is. mythology. Should we talk about uh, Set? Sobek. Sobek. Oh, Ooh, okay. who's Sobek? Uh, the people of ancient Egypt worshipped Sobek, a crocodile god associated with fertility, protection, and the power of the pharaoh. They had an ambivalent relationship with Sobek, as they did and do with the Nile crocodile. <laughs> sometimes they hunt crocodiles, and uh, they reviled Sobek. And sometimes they saw him as a protector and source of pharaonic power. <laughs> pharaonic power, activate. <laughs> Sobek was depicted as a crocodile, as a mummified crocodile, or as a man with the head of a crocodile. The center of his worship was in the middle, the middle kingdom city of Arsinoe in the Fayum Oasis, known as... Crocodile Town? Close. Very close. <laughs> Crocodilopolis. Crocodilopolis. <laughs> That's my favorite opolis I think That's I've ever awesome. heard. Awesome. That's where Super Croc comes from. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it does sound like... Where does Gorilla Grodd come from? The Ape Town? Ape, Ape City or Ape whatever. Ape City. Yeah. Gorilla City. Crocodilopolis. Super Croc comes from Crocodilopolis. <laughs> Some Egyptians kept crocodiles as pampered pets. In Sobek's temple, a crocodile was kept in the pool of the temple where it was fed, covered with jewelry, and worshipped. When the crocodiles died, they were embalmed, mummified, placed in sarcophagi, and then buried in a sacred tomb. Many mummified crocodiles and even crocodile eggs have been found in Egyptian tombs. That's kind of like the equivalent of Mike Tyson owning a tiger, right? (laughs) You know, I'm rich, whatever. Keep an apex predator. As a pet. I wonder how high the little walls in the pool had to be to keep it from scrambling out and taking out a priest or two. <laughs> no, the jeweled super croc is coming out. <laughs> Unless the jewelry that they hung on it actually was wrapped around its mouth in rubber band fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Put this crown on the crocodile's snout. <laughs> Not on his head. That's of no use. A.K.A. muzzle. The royal muzzle. <laughs> super croc is actually the name for Sarcosuchus. The dinosaur-eating crocodile oh, from 112 my. million years ago. Uh-huh. I like the sounds of this. Sarcosuchus, meaning flesh crocodile, dates from the early Cretaceous period of what is now Africa and is one of the largest croco- giant crocodile-like reptiles that ever lived. It was almost twice as long as the modern sar- saltwater crocodile and weighed approximately 8 to 10 tons. That's a big crocodile. Its skull alone was as big as a human adult. Eight to ten tons. So I, what, I can't, that blows my mind. Yeah, what like we, I know what I know what a, a ten-ton truck looks like, and that's big. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like the size of a whale. That video that we saw of the guy getting his his hand caught in the croc's mouth, which was a, a relatively small croc. I mean, probably six feet long, like you were saying. Yeah. But with the size of that, his arm that got bit is how big his entire body would be in the mouth of that. Yeah, you just get swallowed whole by it. Like yeah. it would just chomp. And there'd be no need for death roll, because you'd just be in it. <laughs> yeah. Kunk. You're not too large for that animal. No. It, it might death roll just for fun. It, it's it like, would, eh, I it, like doing it. It death rolls a T-Rex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jaw contained 132 thick teeth. You don't think you got enough teeth there, Sarkozoogus? Come on. 132? <laughs> really? Oh, Come on. It's a pretty big mouth. I mean, you look at that graph. We'll put a graphic up on the website, CausticSodaPodcast.com, and uh, you'll see that, yeah, the human being pretty much... It's <laughs> All right, notable attacks. I think Crocodile took out Abraham Lincoln, right? <laughs> attacks in history. The bullet-wielding crocodile was a crocodile in a man suit. It's a big cover-up, big conspiracy. <laughs> what was really surprising about it, though, was how well it pronounced the Latin six emperor Tyrannus. Yeah, it, it, no. Because uh, normally crocs don't do that well in Latin. Gustav. Have you heard about this crocodile? No. No. It's a male Nile crocodile living in Burundi. Uh, notable enough to give him a name. I love it. All crocodiles have names. Just some of them we don't know. Yeah, exactly. In 2004, he was estimated to be 60 years old, while crocs on average live to be about 45. 
Oh, wow. He's 20 feet long. What? And weighed around a ton, making him the largest confirmed crocodile ever seen in Africa. That's pretty large. He's a notorious man-eater who is rumored, rumored, to have claimed as many as 300 humans from the banks of the Ruzizi River and the northern shores of Lake Why is Tanganyika. it still alive? Why is it still alive? <laughs> oh, that Gustav. Yeah, he got my cousin last year. Oh, oh you kidder. Oh, Gustav. <laughs> you notorious man-eater. Oh, almost got me, Gustav. Almost got me. You keep that pinky toe. I don't need it. While this number is likely exaggerated, Gustav has attained a near-mythical status and is greatly feared by the people in the region. Scientists and herpetologists, which is also a scientist... <laughs> <laughs> who have studied Gustav. It does end in ologists. So it's, uh... <laughs> Claim that his uncommon size and weight impedes the crocodile's ability to hunt the species' usual agile prey, such as fish, antelope, and zebra, forcing him to attack larger animals, such as hippopotamus, large wildebeest, and to some extent, <laughs> peoples. Yeah. Oh, I have been so successful that I have grown too large to eat the things I was successfully eating. <laughs> Now it is time for me to eat bigger, slower things. Gustav is a metaphor for the financial system in North America. <laughs> He's given away too many bad fish loans. That should become a verb. Oh, we just got Gustaved. Oh, Came yeah. too big, too big to fail. He is known for the few distinct bullet scars that cover his body, one on his head and three on his right side. From, from the people shooting him and unsuccessfully yeah. attempting to kill him? He That's killed, why he's still that's alive, right. Joe. He killed my brother. I take him out with my AK-47. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. He does have armor plating. This is a continent where people drive around in trucks carrying rocket-propelled grenades over their shoulders. It is true. Why don't they RPG them? Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, there's it's nothing. all about timing. There's nothing in it, though. Just keep committing genocide. Maybe there's, there's a ton of croc meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some blood diamonds Tastes in his like gullet. chicken. <laughs> Which are when uh, alligators and crocodiles eat uh, rocks to help in digestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are called gastroliths. They, yeah, I had heard that they eat rocks in order to aid with digestion. But the largest in Bitarkanika, India, on the Orissa coast, has achieved the rare distinction of housing the world's largest saltwater crocodile, measuring about 23 feet. That is just, you could ride that croc around. Like ride the could, croc. <laughs> you could put, you could like mount a car seat on his back. And you should. <laughs> I should. Now I know what, what I want to do when I world travel. Crocodile submarine. <laughs> Okay, I like where you're going with this. So will I there be torpedoes a, of smaller crocodiles? So I mount a seat on it's his back, or will there just be giant squid and a steering wheel with some mouth. kind of pulley system? And I gotta have a scuba suit, or just bubble, ride him into the sea. There's no downside to this plan. Nothing can possibly go wrong. That's for sure. As long as you get his mouth closed, right? Yeah, yeah. Rubber band that. Shit. How how strong is a 23 foot crocodile's mouth opening jaws? Come on. Could I stand on it and he could still open it? Yeah, he could surf him like a surfboard. Paint both you and him silver. All right, let's talk about the Battle of Ramri Island. The most deaths in a single crocodile attack incident may have occurred during the Battle of Ramri Island on February 19, 1945, in which is now Burma. 900 soldiers of an Imperial Japanese Army unit, in an attempt to retreat from the Royal Navy and rejoin a larger battalion of the Japanese infantry, crossed through 10 miles of mangrove swamps that contained saltwater crocodiles. 20 Japanese soldiers were captured alive by the British, and almost 500 are known to have escaped Ramri. Many of the remainder may have been eaten by crocodiles, although since this incident took place during an active military conflict, it is impossible to know how many deaths can be directly attributed to the crocodiles instead of to combat-related causes. But there was an attack. The naturalist Bruce Wright, who was fighting with the British, claimed that the crocodiles attacked and ate numerous soldiers. 
That night was the most horrible that any member of the motor launch crews ever experienced. <laughs> the scattered rifle shots in the pitch-black swamp, punctured by the screams of wounded men, crushed in the jaws of huge reptiles, and the blurred, whirring sound of spinning crocodiles, made a cacophony of hell that has been rarely duplicated on Earth. A cacophony of hell. That is a wicked name for a death metal band. <laughs> At dawn, the vultures arrived to clean up what the crocodiles had left of about a thousand Japanese soldiers that entered the swamps in Ramri. Only about twenty were found alive. It's gruesome. <laughs> you added that last word. Yes, I did. <laughs> Seemed appropriate, though. James Mason would say it. <laughs> and now, a public service announcement from Caustic Soda. How to survive a crocodile attack. Oh, I need to know this. <laughs> yeah. Run away from the animal. Oh, yeah, that's a good, good start. Plan. They are speedy, though, even in spite of the little spinning But they're legs, sprinters, right? right? Yeah. They're sprinters. They don't go for long runs. Is that That's yeah. true. That's yeah. very true. Crocodilians rely on the element of surprise, so it's unusual for them to pursue a person on land. Crocodiles and alligators, however, are not as sluggish on land as some people believe. The land speed record for a crocodilian is about 10 miles per hour, about 17 kilometers per hour. And these animals quickly grow tired when running on land. Okay. Which means sense. that as long as you can see it coming, any teen or adult in decent shape uh-oh, <laughs> can easily outrun one of these animals. Run away from the water, okay. however. Yeah, gazelles. Jeez. As crocodiles and alligators seldom run on land unless they're trying to get back into the water and out of danger. Hmm. The commonly repeated instruction, which I haven't heard, to run in zigzags is useless. Because they would run in a straight line, and you'd be zigzagging. <laughs> yeah. Quickest, I don't even know why anybody would come up with a zigzag routine as a possible defense. You, you tell it to the guy that you want the croc to get. Yeah. Because you don't have to outrun the croc. You, you just, just have, have to outrun, outrun him. Guy, yeah. Fight back if you're attacked. While the normal behavior of crocodilians is to bite and hold on until forcibly removed, they will sometimes, particularly when defending young or territory, deliver a single quick defensive bite and then immediately let go. If this occurs, just try to get away. So do not fight back. No, if it bites and lets you go. Then get away. Then get away. But okay. if it bites and holds if, on? If it bites and, and lets you go, you don't need to still get in a fight with it. <laughs> Not even just so angry like, as you may be. Have you got pointers for how to fight back? Like, what do you do? Try and gouge its eye out or something? In predatory attacks, as well as in some defensive attacks, the animal doesn't let go and will often try to drag a person underwater and drown them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Their favorite technique. Yeah. Crocodilians can stay underwater for much longer than humans, surprise, surprise, usually 15 minutes, but up to two hours when hiding. So the only hope of survival if you're attacked in this manner is to fight back. Simply struggling and trying to pull free is usually futile and may induce the death roll. Yeah. During which an arm or leg stuck in the crocodile's mouth will likely be ripped off. However, if you've got a good constitution and you can afford to lose that arm. I guess that would be Then the once that arm's gone, just get out of there. Yeah. That's kind of like a logical thought that I don't know if I could have at that <laughs> moment. I mean, it does make sense. Like It would be better to have your arm torn off and be able to get away than to get dragged underwater by right. this thing. Yeah. But I don't know if in that instant <laughs> I can make that logical decision. I think all I would think is, ow, ow, ah, ow, my, ow, my ow, effing ow, arm. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I want me and my arm away from this. And I think I might revert to just sheer animalistic terror and do the useless struggle to get free and then get Well, if you out. have nerves of steel in the presence of mind, right. here are some more tips. Okay. All right. Go for the eyes. Okay. That's what I was thinking, yeah. The it's most the vulnerable one, part of the animal's body is its eyes. It's the one soft spot on the whole crocodile? Well, there's a couple. Okay. Try to hit or poke the eyes with whatever you have handy, an oar, a stick, a knife, or your hands. A thumb. A Florida teenager recently escaped an alligator that had dragged him into the water by jamming his thumb into the alligator's eye. Nice. Oh. Option two, go for the nostrils or ears. 
Good luck finding the ears, by the way. I don't have we can we get a some kind of picture up to <laughs> ears? While not as sensitive as the eyes, the nostrils and ears may be effectively attacked. A hard blow or a cut to either of these areas may cause the animal to release you. All right, worth a try, right? Many people have Although, been... if you poked it in the eye and you're like, oh, that didn't work, let's go for a nostril. Well, I think you go for the ear if you can't reach or see the eye or something. It could be. Yeah. Here's the other thing. If your buddy's being attacked and you've got an oar in your hand, then you can hit him in the nose, right? Why would you hit your buddy in the nose? <laughs> you, you want hate... to knock him out so he doesn't feel pain? Him. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, he's the... gone for. You're... Stop struggling. If it comes to that, I'll oar us both. <laughs> <laughs> the other option is go for the palatial valve. Palatial oh. valve. Hold on. Let me guess. That's... Let me guess. Is that where it keeps its, its balls? Palatial comes from the root word palate. Oh, oh. I, I thought it was like palace. Oh no, this is the thing. This is the thing that uh, Joe talked about that one time. Uh, I did. Uh, where the guy? Did you hurt your palatial valve? No, that's the thing where the guy like reached into his throat and pressed down on the thing in the back of the crocodile's throat, and then it couldn't go underwater because otherwise it would drown itself. That's exactly right. Wasn't that you? Wasn't that was you talking about that? Oh. oh, maybe it's somebody else. It was the it, other Joe. Somebody had recounted a story to me where this guy got bit. And he was being dragged underwater, and so he actually reached further into the crocodile's mouth yeah. and pushed down on this valve in the back of its throat so that it, the crocodile just, couldn't go underwater. And just like the uh, trash can where you step on the little lever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a flap of tissue behind the tongue that covers their throats when they submerge in water. Uh, the flap prevents water from flowing into their throats and hence prevents the crocodile from drowning when its mouth is open. If your arm or leg is stuck in a crocodile's mouth, you may be able to pry this valve down. Water will then flow into the crocodile's throat. The animal will most likely let you go as it coughs off in the distance. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, having the data cutoff switch in Star Trek The Next Generation. Like, it's got the death <laughs> switch in the back. Why would you put the let go of the thing you're biting switch in the mouth? Yeah, they should have put the on and off switch in data in his palatial valve. <laughs> right? And now I will turn him off. <laughs> I'll tell you, it does, it does sound fancy, though. It sounds like it should be gold-plated. The palatial valve? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, the Sun King and all the rest of that stuff. Get medical attention promptly. A crocodilian's mouth harbors a tremendous amount of bacteria, and infection will, is almost guaranteed if a bite is not treated properly. So they don't brush. Not big brushers. They got those your... birds that brush their teeth, don't yeah. they? No, that's a myth. They brush... Is it? Yeah. They brush their teeth with the bones of their victims. Lesser of two evils. Would you rather be attacked by a crocodile that's or a, that's an evil. have an iron bar shot through your head a la Phineas Gage? Yeah, that's the guy who, like the Ripley's Believe It or Not guy, who yeah. uh, had the explosion and the iron rod like cracked through his shot head. Shot through his head. Shot through his head. The railway's too plain ball and you give iron bars a bad name. Wow. Nice. So, discuss. Attack by a crocodile <laughs> or have an iron bar shot through your head. Now, both are potentially lethal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we're assuming that you're not going to necessarily get the Phineas Gage treatment. You may not survive no, this absolutely incident. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, you're you're just, rolling the dice, yeah, as you would say. Because I think you got a better chance of surviving a crocodile attack than you do I think of so surviving too. an yeah. iron bar shot through your head. But on the other hand, I've had nightmares of being eaten by crocodiles since I was a wee baby. Really? You actually had like a oh, nightmare yeah. of being eaten by a crocodile? Oh, yeah. Lots. It's never occurred to me because I, I, we, we don't live amongst them in British Columbia. They don't wander the streets. You don't go down to your <laughs> fishing hole and uh, have to worry about one coming up out of the out of the water and dragging you in the middle of its death roll. No. So I, 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 I certainly have never harbored a, a fear of a crocodile attack. You missed up. <laughs> well, so is this – Because that's a good fear to have. <laughs> So Especially you, around here. Are you going with the iron bar then? 
I don't know. Certainly, the Iron Bar, it would be less horrifying because you wouldn't even really see it coming. Yeah. Right? You yeah. just, it but would just. On the other hand, the Iron Bar would be over pretty quick. That's what I'm trying to balance. I'm trying like, to balance the think. greater chance of survival with the alligator or crocodile, but it being horrible beyond and being traumatized for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, or just have a, a tremendous chance of being instantly killed but, from an and, iron But bar. if you're not killed, you're probably knocked unconscious, and then people bring you to the hospital, and you wake up weeks later, and you're... And the iron bar is your best friend, a yeah. la Phineas Gage. <laughs> exactly. Carry it everywhere with you. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you Unlike an alligator. Well, maybe you do that with an alligator, too. I'd put it this on alligator the- almost killed me. <laughs> Where in- the hunter shot it. Now I take it everywhere now I go. Now you wear it as a hat and cloak. No, you you ride it like a crocodile submarine. That's what you do. I would I would have a, a croc like you you would see its snout coming over the the top of my head like a brim on a hat, and then the, the back of it would go down like a superhero cape. Right, like my back. That hilarious scene in uh, Tropic Thunder where he kills that panda and then skins it. Would be it like alive. that, but a croc. Yeah, I think I mean I I think I gotta go with croc attack. Even if uh, it death rolls on me and takes off a limb, I'm still scurrying away, right? Yeah. Right. And you have that chance to grab the little palatial valve. The valve. valve. Yeah. <laughs> or or punch it in the what eye. Exactly. What, when you say a chance, are you talking like yeah. a 50% chance or a 0.1% I, well, chance? Well, I don't know. Like, what are the statistics? Like, how many people get attacked by crocodiles and survive the attack? Because of pushing down the palatial valve <laughs> yeah, or just we've heard, of, we've heard of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's happened once. So that's probably the same amount of people who've been bitten by a croc and the croc has then had a heart attack. <laughs> Yeah! And its mouth just kind of slowly opens, and the guy yeah. looks at this dead croc. What? what? Makes a creaking noise. My God, my blood is poisonous to crocodiles. I'm going to try it with this other one. Oh! That one didn't die. Not so much with the leopard. So I'm going to go with crocodile, because then I got a great story. If you survive. If I survive. Yeah. And the iron bar through the head's a pretty great story as well. It's not as great as, yeah, That's true, I, beat, but then you're disfigured. I beat the croc off. You're definitely disfigured in the head and face. That's true. Although so your you, chance of getting a Phineas job. I guess Gage looks pretty good. Like, he's got that one eye that's all messed up, <laughs> right? But other than that, he looks like he could wear an eye patch and look like a pirate. Like, you look at this pic, he looks awesome. It's look true. at that yeah, dude. He he's now awesome. a member of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He totally looks like one. That's right. And he he, has, He's got that spike as if he's going to, like, javelin somebody with they it. They call right? it a railroad tie, but really it's an iron bar from outer space, and it gives him superpowers. <laughs> yeah. He can see through time with his missing eye. Oh, I like that. So he can predict how the combat's going to go with that eye. Can you tell me if I'm going to survive the crocodile attack? <laughs> he might. <laughs> what a power worth having. I'm kind of leaning toward crocodile attack just because I want to face that fear. Yeah, you and then okay. if I survive, lots of people are living today with only one arm or one You're leg. You're going to stare that crocodile down at its little reptilian eye. And then I'm going to draw alligators and crocodiles for the rest of my life with my <laughs> out of, right. using my the brush in my teeth or whatever. <laughs> you could sell those pretty good on eBay, though, because of your story. <laughs> I, I lost both my hands from a crocodile It'd have to be attack. all Picasso abstract. So though. now <laughs> I draw Picasso-esque crocodiles and sell them on eBay. Please send me some money. I got another, I got another defense of the crocodile attack over the, over the, the rail tie. You okay. get the rail tie in the head. Even if you survive, brain damage. Like, guaranteed, yeah. there's going to be a part of your brain wiped yeah. out. There's, there go the piano lessons. There's very little <laughs> chance of a sustaining massive brain damage in a crocodile attack if you survive. If you survive. Like, it's going to be it's going to be body trauma. It'll be, you know, you'll have the flesh stripped so off you your leg. So you value your brain more than your body? Yes. Yeah, I think I do. Definitely. Too. I, I got to go with crocodile attack. Wow. I, I agree. I want a chance. As slim as it might be with my laziness and out of shapeness and probably <laughs> probably uh, escape into u- ultimate terror where I can't do anything useful, uh, I still want that chance. You have the nightmares, though. All right, so three crocodile attacks. So here's the next question. Mm-hmm. What would you name your crocodile that attacked you? 
Not Gustav. Hugo. I don't know why Hugo. I'm going to say Hitler. <laughs> Easy to hate. Hitler Maybe. attacked me, but I defeated him. <laughs> now I'm wearing him like a robe. <laughs> Should we go to... Right, do you want to name your crocodile, or you want to come back to that? I keep coming back to Wonder Woman, because I can see the <laughs> Wonder Woman logo on your T-shirt. <laughs> just, right. Right. Fair enough. the news previously news november 14th 2007 west miami dade florida florida mm-hmm. justo antonio pedron maybe justo justo yeah. justo was trying to steal a car out of the parking lot behind the mccusucky indian reservation resort and convention center around 8 p.m Mikosuki police, assisted by canine units responded and began to chase the men they arrested eriberto rubio his accomplice. But Pedron didn't stop. Police said that's when the 36-year-old man jumped into the pond behind the casino. Eyewitnesses said they were shouting to Pedron to swim back to shore. When he finally spotted the alligator, eyewitnesses said he screamed but then disappeared under the water. The nine-foot-long gator, Woo, so well known... That's on, a long gator. So well known on the reservation that employees had nicknamed it Poncho. Ah, that's better than Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> was later trapped and brought to All-American Gator in Pembroke Park. Uh, if an alligator either digests or kills a person... Wait a minute. If an alligator either digests or kills a person... So I guess digests... <laughs> mean, digests one that they've just person. found dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a state law through Florida Fish and Wildlife that it be destroyed, so the alligator will be put in an incinerator or be buried. Mm-hmm. Pedron's body was recovered by divers 50 feet below at the bottom of the lake. You know what? This is karma. Trying to commit grand I, theft auto and yeah. uh, getting eaten by an alligator. I don't think you need to die for trying to steal a car. I do. You don't even like cars. <laughs> but I like people less. <laughs> 2008, Northern Territory, Australia. Sean Blowers and Ashley Magoo. <laughs> God, the, why do people in these stories sorry, always have Ashley. such awesome <laughs> names? Like, why does everything, all, all things tragic happen to people with ridiculous names? You would think anybody with the family name Magoo would have changed it back when Mr. Magoo was on TV. Well, in the yeah. same way that all the Hitlers changed their names. Yeah. Well, this is the same, you know, pronunciation debacle as slew and sloth because it ends in O U G H. So, oh. so it could be Magoo or it could be Magoff or it could yeah. be. Oh, okay. Could be Magoff. But I choose Magoo. Okay. 
spent the night keeping each other awake in case they fell into the water where the four-meter, 13-foot animal that killed their friend Brett was waiting. The three friends had gone quad biking on Sunday near an abandoned tin mine beside the Finnis River, the first large river south of the Northern Territory's capital, Darwin. They were washing mud off their clothes when Mr. Mann was swept away in waters swollen by rains brought by a recent cyclone. Brett went out just a bit further. It was a real sandy bank and just lost his footing and got swept away, Mr. Blowers said. We both jumped in, swam after him. We got in front of him. We are leading him back to the bank. I went past the croc. I didn't see it. Ashley screamed out, croc, croc. <laughs> we just swam to the nearest tree and straight up we went. The crocodile took Brett by the shoulders and disappeared. Saltwater crocodiles, known as salties in Australia, normally drag large prey underwater to drown them. We were looking around for Brett, didn't hear a thing, didn't hear a scream, no splashing or anything. Two minutes later, the croc brought Brett to the surface and pretty much showed him off to us, and off he swam. Five minutes later, he was back stalking the tree around us. He just hung around us all night and pretty much all the next morning. Police found the bikes on Sunday night but did not locate the teenagers until Monday morning. The extreme conditions meant rescue services had to lift the pair out by helicopter. Police called off the search for Mr. Man's body due to poor weather conditions. The that and, and consumption. The Finnis River is well known among Australian crocodile watchers as the home of the infamous Sweet Hat. Oh, nice. That's a good name, too. A 17-foot croc that attacked several fishing boats in the mid to late 70s. All right, I want to change my answer. I want to change from <laughs> Wonder Woman to Fonzie. That's what I would name my crocodile. How about Cuddles? Oh, Fonzie. Yeah, so there you go. I don't know whether I liked, what, what I liked more, the story or your accent. That's the first Aussie accent I think you've done. Well, we can compare it with Steve's, who we've heard from the previous episode we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> on follow-ups. Yeah. And then we've got one a little closer to present, September 2010. Mm-hmm. This comes from BBC. A fisherman in Costa Rica has been explaining his unusual relationship with a crocodile called Pocho, possibly Poco, who he plays with like a pet dog. And we'll have to post some video and some pictures of this up because it's pretty crazy. That he's, like, got the croc doing tricks and stuff like that? He's, sw- he's swimming around with it, petting it. It's a giant fucking crocodile. <laughs> this is this is, has to end poorly. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, my God. Cheeto says he found the reptile with a gunshot wound 20 years ago on the banks of the Parasmina River and nursed him back to health at his home. He says he released Pocho into the wild, but he followed him back, and the pair have been inseparable ever since. There he is. <laughs> He's got a crocodile on his back. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, man, this dude needs to be made into a superhero. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Doing a little, Look at that! He's doing the old tummy rub. I uh, love that Woody Woodpecker cartoon. This is how long is... This <laughs> is like How long is Pocho? He's got to be eight feet. He looks at least eight feet. And he's in the water with it, and it rolls into its side, and he's rubbing its belly. All right, assume that you're this guy, and you nurse this crocodile. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, you, I wish it was this guy. You nurse this crocodile back to health after having a gunshot wound, right? And then you let it go into the wild, and then it comes back to you. My first thought wouldn't be, oh, it wants to be my pet. My first thought would be, it's coming to get me, because it's an apex predator, and it wants to eat me. I predict, however, <laughs> <laughs> my assumption is that every time they get together, he comes with like a big meal or something. So that by the time they actually play together... He's this is a well-fed crocodile. Yeah. This is not a hungry crocodile. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like a, When's the first time he gets in the water with it and starts rubbing its belly? Yeah. I, I mean, now that he's done it dozens of times, okay, well, I mean, he feels he's comfortable. Had this, he's had this since 
it was a little baby, right? Yeah. So probably got to the point where it was like man sized. And he's saying, well, should I? Can I still do <laughs> it's, this? Yeah. And it's yeah. the kind of thing where it's the kind of thing where what are you going to do? Are you just going to keep taking steps to more and more dangerous stuff until you fail and die? <laughs> like, don't you draw the line at some point? Don't you go? Okay, I've gotten in the water with it, but it's been well fed. And I rubbed its belly, and it likes that. But do you then go, well, now I'm going to try it when it's not well-fed. And then, they, they, <laughs> like, do you just keep pushing that envelope? Good relationship is built on trust, Joe. <laughs> Does it recognize him as him, or is it just always some other animal that keeps bringing it food? Or do All you right. think it actually recognizes him as an individual? Let's send you down with a bucket full of fish, and we'll see if it plays with you, you after you give belly. it. Yeah, and you tickle its belly. Well, that's a good idea. That's, this is science, man. We've got to do this experiment. Pure science. We've got a hypothesis. There's some crocodilians in movies that I've seen. Lake Placid. Shot in British Columbia. Is that right? Mm-hmm. With Bill Pullman, Bridget Fonda, Oliver Platt, and Betty White. Correct. The crazy old lady. That was actually yeah. a pretty good movie. It wasn't bad. That was the one with the little yappy dog, right? There was a yappy yeah, dog. Yeah. That crocodile was huge. Yeah. That was a movie that knew what it was. It was like, we are a silly, there's a giant yeah. crocodile. And well executed. Kind of like comedy slash horror. Yeah, yeah. and well executed. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. uh, Not so goofy as Piranha 3D. Right. There were some jump moments where, you know, you didn't know if somebody was going to get it right before they got it. I'm an Oliver Platt fan, too. I'm a Betty White fan. <laughs> I used to be a Bridget Fonda fan. Oh. Right until point of no return, that abomination. That was the, the literal point of no return? Yeah. That's With where your she crossed fondness of Fonda. Your fondness. Peter Pan. TikTok. But Captain Hook did not lose his hand from the alligator. Didn't get bitten off. It was Peter Pan who cut it off, as I right. recall. But he, well, he cut and it he off. Fed it off. Didn't it fall into the water and the croc ate it? Possibly. And he liked the taste so much, he follows Hook around constantly, hoping yeah. for more. <laughs> so say what you like about uh, Captain Hook being a notorious pirate. He tastes great. Yes, yeah. I don't uh, know if I've actually ever watched the Disney movie. I've seen both, and you don't need to watch Hook. Okay. Yeah. Steer clear. <laughs> Saw it in theaters. Hated it even then. Even, even as, in the theater? Well, as a youth, even in the oh, theater. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. it was geared towards me. It was too adult for you. It, it actually, I actually really liked Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. I thought he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. It was the Lost Boys and Robin Williams oh, that drove yeah. me mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, they're supposed to be the heroes, and you just like you want them to kind of lose. You kind of <laughs> hope Hook wins because Dustin Hoffman's great, and everybody else sucks. Wang. I hope everyone gets eaten by that gator, <laughs> that croc. crocodile. Yeah, but uh, Peter Pan, the anime, uh, the animated movie, fantastic. I saw a movie called The Alligator People from 1959. Oh, that sounds promising. Yeah, tell me more about the alligator people. <laughs> a newlywed couple sit on a train. The husband receives a frantic telegram. He gets off at a station to make a phone call. The train pulls away without him on it, and that's the last his wife sees of him. Years later, after a long search, she finally tracks him down on his family's southern estate, where she discovers that a failed medical treatment has turned him into an alligator mutant. No. It's pretty terrible. How is the prosthetic effects? About how do you expect? <laughs> it was mildly entertaining. I mean, it's one of those sort of like concept films, right? That somebody came up with an idea and they're like, tried to shoehorn a movie around it. Yeah. All right, I want to make a movie about alligator mutants. Uh, how am I going to make this happen? Could have been done a little bit better. Probably could have been worse. That's true. <laughs> However, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Remember right. that that bridge? Oh, oh yeah, and then there's alligators all below. Yeah, or crocodiles all below. Yeah, when they always keep cutting down to the bottom shot where stuff is falling out, they're all jumping up and yeah, thrashing and tearing about. things. 
Yeah. And they show the same scene, possibly reversed. I don't remember. I just remember. Yeah, <laughs> it looked it looked really like filmed completely in a different place, like yeah. stock footage. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Well, except for the fact that I, you know it wasn't stock footage because when he actually the, the two robes. guys fall in and then they're like thrashing with the robes. Yeah, right? they're the same color robes. So it, but it looked like stock. Footage, it, it had yeah. the stock footage good. feel. <laughs> it has to, well, it's one of those things that you can't really tie the actors and the alligators into one another. You just sort of like creatively cut around it. Yeah. You're not going to have Harrison Ford actually dangling like five feet over. Over a nest a of, of a nest of thrashing crocodiles. Well, they could have done it if they wanted to. And the VFX wasn't good enough back in the day to like comp it in or anything like that. So it was a. They're looking down at the alligators in the river below. Yeah, crocodiles, you, you, whatever. Yeah, you kind of see like. But so, they're a little bit. so dark. Yeah, they're like, oh, you, there's seven crocodiles exactly down there. Yeah. <laughs> they're not doing a very good job of hiding in that muddy water. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's adaptation. You've seen Adaptation. I have seen Adaptation. You've seen I Adaptation. Have, but it's... I didn't like the movie when I first saw it, but then I grew mm-hmm. on me as I thought about it more. Okay. Because Brian Cox had that lecture where he talked about Deus Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. Never end your book with the Deus Ex Monica. Machina. Yes, that. <laughs> the Deus Ex <laughs> Monica is from Friends. That's, that's when Monica comes in and solves all the problems. <laughs> right. And then at the end of the movie, they're trekking through the swamp, and the bad gay guy gets eaten by an alligator out of the blue. Yeah. Deus Ex Machina. Right. And at the time when I saw that, factor. yeah, when I saw that, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't making that connection. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? That guy just got him beaten by an alligator? What are the chances of that?" There's like five alligator attacks in five years or something like that. That's ridiculous. But then I, then I thought, "Oh, that's a Deus Ex Machina. That's actually clever." <laughs> Romancing the stone. That has an alligator in it? or a crocodile. Yeah, he makes his boots out of it. That's what swallows the stone. Remember? It's been so. You guys long. remember Romancing the Stone? I do. Well, they're at the very end. They've got of... the stone, right? And you're at the very end, and the general <laughs> comes out with all of his troops, like give us the stone, right? And they're like, uh, we don't have it. We don't have it. And he goes, you're going to tell us where it is. And the one guy takes a gun and he butt ends Michael Douglas in the balls with it. Nice. And instead of him crumbling over, it goes tink. And then the, the stone comes down his pant leg oh. and is sitting on top of his boot. And, and everybody's frozen because they see this giant stone. And Michael Douglas says, screw this. So he actually flips his foot and is kicking it out into the river. And uh, he's like, you know, you can go for it kind of thing, right? And the general reaches out, like, reaches way out behind him and catches it. And he looks at them and is like, ha, 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 and laughing. And a, a crocodile comes up out of the water and bites his hand Chomp. off. And eats the stone at the same time, right? Nice. And uh, Michael Douglas jumps into the river after the crocodile. And then really? The, yeah. And then after the very <laughs> end of the movie, she's wandering through New York all by herself. And Michael Douglas rolls up with a, on a truck with a giant yacht on it. And he's got crocodile skin boots. Oh, I thought he was going to surf in on a crocodile. <laughs> that would have been would be even, even better. better. <laughs> His crocodile submarine. All right. I'm TMing that, by the way. Crocodile submarine. Crocodile submarine. Yeah. Can I do the p- sketches for the design? We, we all live in a crocodile submarine. A crocodile submarine. A crocodile submarine. We all live in a crocodile submarine. It's got to be a big croc for all of, all of us to live there. Or we become very little. We got uh, comics. We, we got, got comics. comics. Yeah. We got lots of comics. Yeah. Killer Croc, obviously. Yeah, Batman. Killer Croc. There was that Arkham Asylum little miniseries that mm-hmm. he he was the major vic- uh, villain in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about Killer Croc's background. Though. His origin story? Yeah. 
He's just like a mutant. Yeah. He was always a crocodile? He's kind of a throwback. There was an episode of the animated, ser- animated series where he joined a circus sideshow. Oh, yeah? But he was an asshole and nobody liked him. Yeah, his, his backstory explains he was born with a condition resembling... Epi- hyperkeratosis. Epidermolytic hyperkeratosis. Which we talked about on yeah. the deformity episode. Uh, however, it is actually a form of regressive atavism, meaning he has inherited traits of ancestral species of the human race, such as reptiles. Oh, there you go. It's been augmented by the presence of a metagene, which is, of course, gobbledygook for superhero comics. Comic book stuff. Saying it's basically super atavism, I uh-huh. guess, is what you could say. Okay, um, so he was born that way. That's the way he came, came yeah. out of the box like that. You can understand why he's kind of angry. When you say the box, do you mean a box? Yeah, you know, like uh, when you take out your G.I. Joe, you take it fresh out of the box. Oh, I thought you meant a lady's yeah, vagina. Yeah, I know. Killer Croc is actually in the very excellent Batman Arkham Asylum video game, and oh. he's bigger and meaner than you've ever seen him in anything before. Like... You uh, see him at the very beginning. If you get the demo, the, the, the demo's free. Uh, you'll see him at the very beginning as you're bringing the Joker into Arkham Asylum uh, all chained up, and they're transferring Killer Croc from one place to another. And he's like 11 feet tall and like mm. 600 pounds and just monstrous. And he, that is exactly the same Killer Croc that was in the Arkham Asylum like limited series. Yeah. It's, it's a really very, great. very large, very reptilian, very like super croc. As opposed to just the dude with a skin condition. Right. He's like one of the few Batman villains who are actually like a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, that as actually As opposed has to just a guy in a costume kind of with a gimmick. Yeah, like the Penguin and the Riddler and the Joker and the, you know. And the Pooper. Yeah. And then in the World Wildlife Federation of Justice, mm-hmm. we have to mention Metalligator, the <laughs> Iron Man of the World Wildlife Federation of Justice. I like that. And uh, Duplicator. I like to can make copies of himself. Yeah, Spider Man has the lizard. Yeah, but he's a lizard, not a crocodile. crocodile. He looks like a he looks looks like a croc though. He's very crocodilian, and he's always shown with alligators. Like he's in the swamp, and he's got alligators around. Especially on the animated series from the sixties. Yeah, quote unquote animated. (laughs) Yeah, quote (laughs) unquote animated. Barely animated. Yeah. Have we ever seen lizard when he wasn't wearing a lab coat though? No, because he turned when he was in the lab. That's right. So even if he's at home. Wearing, you know, just his underwear. When he turns back into the lizard, the he's lab coat magically lab coat, appears. Yeah. <laughs> is it the same lab coat he's had since he became a lizard? Does he become not a lizard ever? I think he it's, doesn't change back and forth. He's the, a lizard. No, Doctor Kurt Connors does change back. Oh, he does. Well, yeah, he, he has a he number of in, incarnations. There are, yeah, yeah, there are times when he's stuck, but there's also times when he's created uh, an antidote and he thinks he's cured, but then stress brings it out. So he does have kind of a hulky thing. Yeah, one of my less uh, liked. Spider-Man villains. He's just kind of boring. Unlike Killer Croc on the Batman side, he's one of the less compelling yeah. Spider-Man villains. But he is the most lab Cody. <laughs> and we can all get behind that. We'll see you later, alligator. We'll see you later, alligator. We'll see you later, alligator. We'll see you later on the caustic soda show. We'll see you later, alligator. We'll see you later, Torin's got a cold, yeah, Torin's got a cold, yeah, drinking some tea, snorting some snot rockets, yeah, yeah, snot rockets, snot rockets, yeah, snot rockets, snot rockets, yeah! That is my favorite thing in like a month. (laughs)